Welcome to episode two of Disney Dazed, a podcast about all things Disney. The next few episodes, we will be discussing our plans to visit Tokyo in the fall of this year. Our first episode on Tokyo today, we will simply be explaining why Tokyo is our next big destination. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. All right, Todd. So why Tokyo? Well, I think it all started out when I saw Lost in Translation in the theaters all those years ago. I knew that one day I was going to go to Tokyo and live out my Charlotte fantasy. But also, let's get real. It's because I've been buying all these Denise Princess Leia's over the years, and I'm tired of paying the shipping. So I think it's time I just go buy my own over there in Tokyo. What else is in Tokyo, Valerie? (laughs) Well, Disneyland. Yes, there's two Disney parks in Tokyo. You got Disney Sea and Disneyland. So I guess it's time we go to find out what those are all about. And it just looks like it's a really fun country and they're very extra over there, which I kind of appreciate. Well, I feel like since I've known you, you've been into Japanese culture. See, then it's going to be fun. Look at all the crazy food we can eat. The giant cotton cotton candy. candy, all the crepes. Pokemon cafes, the maid cafes. There's just a lot of stuff to go do. That's really my only reason to go. So what's your reason? Why do you want to go to Tokyo? Well, the only reason I'm really even had contemplated going is because you're going. And um, I know that you're a planner and a scheduler. And I know that if I tried to go somewhere on my own, I would do research and plan. But I'm not as thorough as you are. So I know going with you, I'll get to experience everything that I would have never known to experience. Um, Since it's like going to Disneyland with you, we spend our entire day maximizing every minute of the day from open to close, um, which I would not do on my own because I get lazy and deflated. Um, But that obviously, I want to go to every Disney property. So I hope to get to Paris and Shanghai and Hong Kong and all of that at some point. Um, and I'm and it makes me really happy that there's two parks. So I feel like that's there's more to do than just going to a country for one park. And then the big thing for us, because we are a Nintendo family, um, my husband and I both grew up on Nintendo and now our son is um, obsessed with Nintendo and Super Mario and all that stuff. We really want to go to Super Nintendo World, even though I know it's coming here. Eventually, I didn't want to go when my son was in college. I wanted to go when he is, while he's a little kid and will be excited and think it's really neat. Really, that's it. And I mean, the Beauty and the Beast attraction is definitely uh, calling my name because um, Al and I, that's our favorite Disney movie ever. So um, that's super exciting and kind of gave us more reason to go. But mostly it's just because we're following you. Okay, that sounds like a plan to me because we all know we are going to maximize our time from dawn till dusk every day. My feet already hurt, like, thinking about it. (laughs) No, don't be. It's okay. The the, the problem for us at this point is what do we get rid of off our giant list, which comes down to my next question. What are we going to do? I've done a lot of research, and to my surprise, Japan has more to offer than Cherry Blossoms and Pokemon. So the more I looked, the more videos I've watched on YouTube, the more blogs I've read, it started to get really, really overwhelming. We got (laughs) towers, we got shrines, we got fish markets, robots in restaurants. 
river cruises, and there's even a tiki bar in Tokyo that we can't miss. So how will we see it all? And what are we going to do? So there's really only one way to do this. We had to, I had to just sit down and write everything down and then separate it by areas that we were going to be in in the city. See, and that's where when you start saying these different places, the only place I've ever heard of and know of is Harajuku. Thank you to Gwen Stefani. But other than that, when you say this place has this and this place has that, I have no idea. That's why I'm leaving the travel and the trains and the how we get to places up to you because that is all very, very overwhelming. It is very overwhelming because it's even overwhelming me at this point because there's so much I want to see and that I think we can do. We just don't have enough time. That's well, and I knew I know I threw a wrench into your plans when I said that it wasn't optional not to go to Universal. I mean, if you're going to be all the way out there, you have to, and it's not exactly close to Disney or to the places you were going. But they have a bullet train. Exactly. That was why I was excited because <laughs> that was the one thing before you got involved. And Ryan had always told me we need to go to Osaka if we're going all the way there. We have to go to Universal and go to Nintendo. I was like, no, we can't do this. But then you said you were going and like, yes, we're going to do it. We can do it all. And because there was no bullet train ske- ride scheduled and now there is. So that's we get a, to ride that's the- an attraction in itself, right? Like yes, I've never been is. in a bullet train. <laughs> I haven't. And we get to ride it four times. That makes it even better. And it makes that $300 ticket worth it. So, okay. So we know we're going to do Disney. We know we're going to do Universal. Um, We know we're going to eat at a Pokemon cafe because my son is also obsessed with Pokemon. Um, I had never heard of a made cafe, which you introduced me to. So I've been researching that. It's definitely interesting and different. Um, So that sounds interesting. Um, you found some shrines, some monkey shrines. I mean, are we going to have time to do all of this? I believe we can if we keep up our pace and we don't stop. Because so far, we're going to be visiting these areas of Tokyo. We have Shibuya and Harajuku, which are walking distance between each other. We have Ginza, which includes the fish market and the Imperial Palace. And then we have Shinjuku. So basically, you have three days there. And then we have Akihabara and Asakusa. So that'll be another fun day. So that's basically five days worth of stuff right there. And then we have a couple in-between days where we're going to go see a shrine. And then another day we're going to go to that team lab, which is some crazy art installation that's near Tokyo Disney, supposedly. And then that brings us to three days in Osaka. We're going to have a day and a half at Universal. And we're going to have a half a day in Kyoto. And we're going to have a night time in Osaka to go see the Dontombori or whatever they call that crazy downtown area with the river cruise. So that brings us to about 13 days in total. How's that sounding? (laughs) 13 days with travel or without travel? That is 13 days and two travel days. And four of those days will be complete four days at Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know... My kids are really excited, um, but they are already complaining about the flight. (laughs) Like, I don't know how we are going to survive that long on an airplane. Um, But obviously, for the cultural experience, they are going to be willing to do it. Plus, they get to miss school, um, which is always a perk for them. And my daughter really wants to go to the Owl Cafe. So hopefully you have that in there somewhere. Yes, we had that on our Harajuku day. Um, 
which will be a Thank very you. fun day from what I'm reading. Lots of shopping, lots of eating and stopping and taking pictures. So everybody be ready for the selfies. And Stephanie then, is I know- looking forward to that day a lot. <laughs> the Kowakian monkey lizard is looking extremely forward. I think she's already started preparing her outfits and stuff, right? Yes, she I mean, has. I think, you know, besides that, because you figured out a lot of the logistics and the places that we're going. And again, when you say the names of these cities, it's very overwhelming to me because they all sound the same to me. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I've been nervous about is lodging. And because it is wackadoodle to look at these hotels and try to figure out where you should stay. And it's scary thinking about staying in another country and um, and also, I'm really nervous about packing for the trip. And that's a lot of days to be away from home. <laughs> and I have four people. Well, I've got one, so I'm still worried about it, too. So go figure. <laughs> I think the hotels are going to be fine. We just have to remember, we're not staying in an American hotel. These rooms are going to be very, very small. You got a bed and a bathroom and not much else room, maybe a little table. And I think very, that's definitely concerning for me right because there's four of us and uh, my husband is uh very particular about his bed and his space so (laughs) it seems as though and again this is just research trying to figure things out from you know a different country it seems as though almost most of these places my family would need to split into two rooms um because the beds are so small well, I think this is going to get everybody out of their comfort zone. So I think that's going to be a good experience for all of us. I agree. I agree. I think my kids definitely need to see that not everything has to be so big, big and, and open. Yeah. And, you know, and, and now that they live in Texas, everything's bigger in Texas, right? So we're just used to kind of having everything. But that's not necessarily the best way to live either. So, you know. I mean, I think it's going to be a good experience. And have and getting two rooms, it sounds like, oh, my gosh, that's so expensive, right? Because when you think about an American hotel room, you know, getting one room is expensive. But there it seems like the rooms are pretty reasonably priced where getting two rooms would be about what we would spend on one room here. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's the awesome part. And you got two bathrooms instead of one. Yes, because the getting ready in the morning when Todd makes us get up before the sun rises and everybody needing to shower and everything, we are definitely going to need more than one bathroom. Yes. Cause we will be getting up very early most days and going to bed very late most days. <laughs> but honestly, I think we're going to be in bed by around midnight because that's usually when the trains stop running. So we're going to have to get back to our hotel by then, wherever we're at. I like how you say like by midnight as if like that's acceptable. Like I go to bed at eight or nine o'clock every night. <laughs> Well, I'm going to bed at like 9, 9.30, so this is definitely going to push everybody out of that comfort zone. And I think that's going to be good, because think of all the new experiences, all the food we're going to eat. and yes, I'm a little nervous right. about the food, too, because my children and I are very picky. Um, well, my son is more open to trying things. Al will eat anything except for eggplant, but um, my daughter and I, <laughs> we are pretty picky, so I'm a little bit nervous about the food. Um, even when you sent me the picture of the McDonald's food, <laughs> you always no. think like I could get anything at McDonald's, but it was something with some rice patty. I don't know. <laughs> it was a rice bun, I believe. A I rice bun. That. That's going to be crazy. I don't think we're going to have a problem eating because all we have to do is go shopping in all the department stores at the food halls in the basement. You can pretty much find anything and you'll be okay. Ryan's talked to a lot of people that have been there already at Disneyland. 
So we're good to go. We don't have anything to worry about. And don't forget, you've got uh, donuts in the break for breakfast every morning. If you're going <laughs> to Mr. Donut. And then we've got the three convenience stores that all have fried chicken we can eat in the morning for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> so I'm not really worried anymore. <laughs> Think about that. I mean, I do like Japanese food. I just have to have it very particularly how I like it. So, and I wouldn't want to like offend them. You know, like I'm so worried about etiquette and what's offensive and what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. So um, that's a little stressful, but obviously worth it. Yeah, don't be stressed out about it. But whatever's on the menu is what you get. They don't make a rank, they don't make adjustments for you. See? Well, it'll be fine. You get to pick it apart. I'll be having donuts all day, every day. Hey, I have no problem with that either. <laughs> I can do that. So what else? Well, why Universal? Why do you want to go to Universal? Why do you I mean, want to go to Osaka? It's 10 hours away from oh Tokyo. Oh, my goodness. That's, yeah, that's insane. Um, how fast are we going to get there on a bullet train? Do you know? Was it three hours? It's two and a half hours. That's amazing. It cuts that it is. in a quarter of the time. That's absolutely amazing. It might um, be two and a half hours for us, but considering we don't know the train stations, <laughs> how long will it really take us? That's the question. <laughs> that is the one no. thing that's concerning me about this whole trip is getting navigating the train stations. Because if you look at maps, that is very confusing. Oh, those I I couldn't even I didn't even understand what was happening. And that I think is going to be the really hard part about traveling with kids is that I feel like the reason that my family ends up kind of at the same destinations like Disney World or whatever is because we just we know it and it's easy. And with kids, they don't do well with downtime or having to wait and, you know, they're just not very patient. So, you know, I have to definitely set that expectation with them before we go. Like this is not going to go super easy. And then we just have to go with the flow and yes. um, go with the flow. That is going to be the key to this trip with seven people go with the flow. <laughs> but the thing about navigating the train stations, yes, it's confusing as hell, but everyone in these train stations seems like it's a mall. See, and that's perfect because that's uh, something to do while we're yes. waiting and my kids while we're waiting. bored. And so we can all go run different ways and just hope we don't get lost. <laughs> and my daughter does love to shop for trinkets and uh, touristy kind of stuff. So, Oh, we're going to get along great this trip, aren't we? <laughs> I think so. But I, but I want to do Universal um, because, I mean, I've obviously done Universal in um, L.A. and I've done uh, Universal in Orlando. Um, I, I love the Orlando one more because of the expanded Harry Potter stuff but I'm not like I'm not a huge Universal fan I don't love the 3D rides they make me feel a little sick um, and I'm not really into all of the themes that they have right like I you know like Jaws or uh, the mummy like all of that stuff I, I don't know movie stuff just doesn't do it for me uh, but definitely Harry Potter is is amazing, even though I'm not even really into Harry Potter. But I mean, it's all about Super Nintendo World. It's it's something that any kid that has grown up playing Mario has fantasized about, like wouldn't there be amazing if there was a theme park that was Super Mario? And you just can't believe it hasn't happened already. Um, so we do family Super Mario Kart. So to be able to go on a ride that is 
themed after that game will be so much fun for my family. I'm going to be honest, the rest of the Universal there, I could care less what we do there. Um, but it's going to be all about the Super Nintendo world and the rides and just just looking around and being inside of a video game is going to be amazing, especially for my 10-year-old who plays Nintendo Switch all day, every day. So that's really it for me. I know you are excited to see something else. I'm excited to go see the Jaws because they have a whole Amityville area and a Jaws restaurant. And there's a Jurassic Park restaurant and a Jurassic Park roller coaster. So I just think that's all going to be crazy. I just think Universal is going to be insane. And the food looks awesome. Because see, for me, Universal, I could care less. But I'm excited to go. now. And it's Harry Potter in Japan. Hello. (laughs) All this stuff is going to be in Japanese, not in English. So I think that's just going to blow our minds right there. And even going to Disney, all that's going to be in Japanese. I think that's going to be so interesting and different and crazy. We're not going to know what's going on, but we will. So (laughs) that's what's going to make it fun. That's what I mean. That's definitely I'm a little nervous about that, too. Like going on a ride and they're talking and you don't really know what they're saying, but you kind of, you know, obviously we're Disney people. So a lot of those rides come from our parks anyways, right? They might just be a little bit different. So we'll have that familiarity, but I, I mean, I've, I've read that they have a lot of employees that speak English. So if you need help or anything like that, there's typically somebody that can help you, but it'll be interesting. And I think it'll be very shocking for my children to be in a country where they don't speak the language. They've never experienced that before. So I think that will be so neat. But well, I don't think that I could bother learning any Japanese. Before I think we'll go. learn some on the way. But did you know <laughs> that Universal Studios in Osaka has 76 attractions? That's amazing. Because that's I do feel like the one in um, California is lacking. Like you go and you're like Definitely. five attractions later and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go home. You know? Because Universal here, I'm going to be honest, kind of sucks. But Universal yeah. Florida is a whole different park. Yeah, it's, I mean, especially the Harry Potter stuff, just how extensive it is and how detailed and there's just so much more. Um, Yeah, I was blown away and it was clean and new. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the good thing about having two parks anywhere is that there's, it's just more and it's makes the trip extend longer. Like I just couldn't imagine going to Universal in California for more than one day. Like I'm done. Even half a day. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be wasting your time. And Universal in Florida, in I'm sorry, Osaka, appears to have a Hello Kitty land. Oh, I think I did read that. I'm looking at the map right now. Something called Hello Kitty's Cupcake Dream. Enjoy a cupcake party with Hello Kitty. I think we're going to be doing that. (laughs) Please. I think that would be the cutest pictures. Because for me, honestly, that's like my one regret going to Japan is we don't get to go to Hello Kitty Park. It's just... There's just no time and it's too far. How far away is it? I would say it's like going from here to Lake Elsinore. That's only an hour and a half. Yes, but let's not forget we're in a foreign country. We don't know the train. <laughs> so more like six hours. Okay. Six, seven hours. <laughs> so that that is my one regret, but I'm going to get over that. I'll be fine because there's all this Hello Kitty stuff. We're going to go to the giant two-story store in, in Ginza. A Hello so Kitty store? Yes. I wish, I mean, my daughter was into Hello Kitty, but that was probably five, six years ago when she was little. I mean, I'm not into it, but I don't want to not miss it because that's kind of thing we have to go see. Yeah. 
for Rain sure. Japan, that's her home. For sure. Um, and then we have all the shrines we're going to go visit, which is something I honestly never thought I'd even care about. But now I kind of don't want to miss any of them. And there's so many. Oh, we're going to go to all the big tourist trap ones just because. Well, and I feel like I'm, you know, obviously the only really reason I'd want to go, which sounds pretty pathetic, is Disneyland and Universal. And so that just sounds kind of like not cultural. So I do definitely want my kids to learn about the culture. And, you know, I want to learn about the culture. I don't know much about Japanese culture at all. So I would love to learn about the country that I'm visiting. And I want my kids to experience those things other than what we have in America, just in a different country, you know? Yes, I do know because I don't know anything about it either, but I do know they are very extra and I appreciate that. Like The more you look into going these places, these people just take it to a whole nother level. Like when we go to Akihabara, I think that's just going to make everybody's minds explode. And look at the Don Quixote stores. I, do you have anything like that around here? I don't think so. <laughs> so when that's you say just- extra, you're saying... The way they dress, the way they just everything, like take it to a whole nother level. Like they kind you don't of, need... get obsessive about something. Oh, very obsessive. You don't need like one Kit Kat flavor. You need 30 or 40 instead because they have Kit Kat stores in Tokyo and all over Japan, which we'll be going to every time we walk past one. Yeah, that's uh that would be Parker's dream come true for sure. Yeah. And there's actually one Kit Kat store where you can make your own Kit Kat. Oh my gosh. We're going to get so fat. I don't think fat. I just think we're going to get tired of eating because I'm starting to figure out me and Ryan, you've seen our pictures. That's all we do is go on a vacation and eat. Yeah. Like that's our thing, our Disney food. But even this is going to be a challenge. I'm starting to think. And I've never said that before, but I think we're going to hit our limit this trip. I mean, I think I will for sure. No, you. I think it's just going to be amazing. All the, like in Harajuku, there's three different crate places all near each other, and we're not going to miss one of them. And yeah. I mean, I guess that's the other thing, too, is just how fanatical they are about Disney. And so that's been stressful, too, right? The fact that we can't book our room out until six months yes. in advance if we want the package. And that's been very and, – and reading online, like these – They get so busy all the time. Like there is no, oh, this is a slow time. They are obsessed. And so that's, I mean, I love it because it is going to be fun to see how extra they are. Um, Like I feel like the kind of, you know, we were definitely talking about planning some outfits for the trip, but we're going to look so lame compared to them. (laughs) Oh, definitely. We're not going to look like we tried. Like not at all. But I'm not. I'm not worried about it being busy, but these people do get in line two hours before the parks open. That's insane. Well, not that we're not doing that. Um, we're doing that here now in the last month. So thanks to Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> yeah, but see, we're doing it for a very specific reason for, you know, a, a ride opening. But they do it yeah. just every day because. Every day. So we're going to have our plan and we're just going to try to stick to our plan. <laughs> if that plan doesn't work, oh, well, we are going to be there four days. But see, for me, I could spend all day waiting in line to meet Duffy and Shelly May and be happy. Uh, but I know we've got seven other, six other people. So how pissed off are those other people going to be? Like, well, you can wait in line for that yeah. all day if you want to. And we will go do something else. But I definitely would would be devastated if we left there without doing the Beauty and the Beast ride. Oh, like, we're not doing that. I mean? That is why it's so important we get that package so we get our fast pass. Yes. Yes. For Beauty and the Beast and for Soren. Yes. The rest of it, we have other fast passes. Yeah. So that is our gold. 
So what else? Anything else to add about why we're going to go to Tokyo? We are going to break Tokyo up into different um, sessions because there's just too much information. Um, But as we continue researching, we'll break it up into uh, different things. We'll talk about Disneyland. We'll talk about Disney Sea. We'll talk about Universal. We'll talk about the different things that we're going to plan more in detail and more in depth. But we just kind of wanted to talk about today, like why we are going to Tokyo, because honestly, this is not anything I ever would have planned. Like I haven't even been to Paris yet. I haven't been to Europe yet. So like those, those are, you know, Europe, um, Greece, like those are dream itineraries for me. So the fact that I'm going to Tokyo first is a little weird for me. So well, this we, is not going to be a, like, let's go and relax at a beach all day or sit by the pool. This is like, yeah, go, go, go. That's I am not a my children love the beach and they want to do tropical islandy kind of vacations. And um, I think Al would appreciate that, too, more so if the kids weren't with us. Right. Because like it's really hard to relax when your kids are with you. But um, I am not a lay on the beach, go on that kind of vacation at all. I am a I want to see so many cool things that I've never seen before. Go, go, go person. So I'm really excited. My kids might struggle (laughs) a little but I'm really excited for that. So, and that's how my trips to Europe would be or Greece or I mean, it would be spending every waking moment maximizing the fun. So what else? It's going to be amazing. I just, I don't know. I just, there's so much. I just can't wait. Uh, so the next time I'm going to have detailed information about each part of Tokyo we're going to visit. Yeah, that's, I think that that's, I think that's really important because again, there's so many people out there like us that have never been there and there's, it's, it's really hard to plan a trip because I feel like there is not a lot of information out there. Like you, you're really really researching and just Googling and hoping that you land on something that kind of breaks something down. But usually it's like reviews on Yelp, (laughs) you know, like, Oh, this is the Pokemon cafe and this is what we did. But it's like, no, I want to know what are these cool things I could do if I want to go to Tokyo Disney but I know that I'm not going to fly all the way to Tokyo just to go to Disney. Um, what are some other cool things that I can do? And what shouldn't I miss? That's the problem is because there is just so much to do and narrowing it down to what you want to do. And then it's getting reservations in these places. Because a lot of these places, like the theme cafes, you kind of need reservations for this stuff. That's what I'm worried about. But I'm not that worried. I mean, that's the thing is I would have had no idea. Like I would look at this stuff and then I would just show up to Japan and then be like, sorry, kids, we can't go to the Pokemon Cafe because I didn't make a reservation. Yeah, and I read you have to have reservations for that. And you need reservations for the Oh My Cafe if we go there because that's usually themed to like some kind of current movie. And that's in Harajuku, I believe, at the mall. So yeah, as we get things more detailed, planned, specific days, making reservations, uh, when we book our Disneyland uh, package, hopefully fingers crossed, um, that that all goes smoothly. We'll be able to kind of say what that experience was like too, and what those experiences are like and kind of give somebody that if somebody wanted to go to Tokyo, we maybe helped them a little figure out what and where and how and why. All about the why. It'll be a glorious trip. 